Welcome back to Just One Question. I'm Nick Morgan, and it is indeed an honor and an absolute joy to have Dr. Janelle Anderson with me today. Thank you, Janelle, for joining in. Let me introduce you quickly, and then I'll check in and ask you how you are. So Janelle is the founder of Working Conversations, which is an organization dedicated to helping individuals and organizations create five-star experiences through intentional interactions with one another. So you want to go on the airplane or stay at the hotel or go to the conference center back when we can all do that again, that Janelle has consulted with because guaranteed five-star experience, she knows how to do it. Um, so these days, most of those interactions are online for now. Um, and that's the good news. Janelle was an expert in the virtual space ahead of her time. She wrote her dissertation, wait for it, on virtual team collaboration 20 years ago. Talk about being ahead of the curve. So welcome, Dr. Anderson. Tell us how you're doing. Thank you, Nick. It's great to be here with you today virtually. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing really well. Um, you know, I, one of the things I do that has made for a very, very busy time is I train managers on how to better lead their remote teams. And there is a really strong need for that right now. So it's been in my business, it's been a really, really busy time. Um, and one of the things that I say to the folks that I'm training is that in this time of pandemic, we are all in it together, but we are all experiencing it so very, very differently based on our circumstances and our context. And I am definitely one of the lucky ones in that, uh, you know, on the spectrum from showing up as an inconvenience to showing up as something that is uh, having life and death consequences on your family. For me, I, I'm one of the lucky ones in that it's mostly showing up as an inconvenience. But what we all have to remember is that there is this tremendous range and that when we interact with one another, we have to remember that other people aren't necessarily experiencing it like we are. That's great. That's that's a great reminder. Thank you for that. It's true. It's uh, uh, it's it's all over the place. From as you say, literally life and death to uh, to minor inconvenience. I I, uh, I talked to somebody the other day who said, "Well, I've been running a virtual company for the last twenty odd years, so frankly, I don't notice the difference." And I have to say, he was a little smug about that, and I I wanted to punch him virtually. So. <laughs> <laughs> which fortunately did him no harm. <laughs> All right, so thanks for that. Uh, just one question for you then, Dr. Anderson. Um, and this one takes a little bit of a run-up, so uh, let me get a head start, and then you can chime in. The, uh, the Middle Ages gave us the plague, and it was a terrible time for humanity, uh, and uh, a third of the population or more died, depending on who you talk to. The good news is that once that was finally over, um, the result was in a tremendous explosion of creativity and ideas and new, uh, new ways of working together and being together, changes in religion, changes in philosophy, changes in political structure called the Renaissance. And it was a time that we look back to now with a kind of awe at the, just the number, the sheer number and the quality of creative expression. Uh, if we look to the Spanish flu in 1918-19, 50 million people died. Again, it was a terrible time, a terrible pandemic for humanity. And, and many of the ways in which people talked about that then are similar to what we're saying now, except 
add in witchcraft because they didn't have as good an understanding of, of communicable disease as we do. So even as frightening and uncertain as it feels now, it was worse then. The result was the Roaring Twenties with new expressions of art and, and, uh, and politics again and, and the changing in, in the uh, um, in philosophical and religious uh, attitudes toward life. And, and we had flappers and the Roaring Twenties and, and speakeasies and, and jazz and all kinds of fabulous uh, innovations in the art world, uh, in the arts world as well. So my question to you is when this pandemic is finally done, and we don't know exactly when, and we're all hoping it's sooner than later, we don't know. So when it's finally done, whenever that is, what's the explosion of creativity gonna be this time around? Give us some hope, Dr. Anderson. Well, when I look into my crystal ball, what exactly. I see is that uh, we are set up for that explosion. And let me talk about that from both the kind of the entrepreneurial standpoint of someone like me and others in the speaking, writing, training business, people like yourselves. Um, we are taking this time as time to, uh, you know, when we're not busy with our online clients, to really regroup and to think about what we want to create next in our businesses and in our lives and what that's going to look like. And then, I, and so that's the, the groundwork for that explosive growth is certainly happening in the entrepreneurial space, but I think it's also happening in the corporate space. And let me expand on that a little bit. So, Please. you know, work from home was, has been kind of a, a sought after perk in large organizations that people have wanted. And of course, now we've got masses of people working from home in these large organizations. And, and, and that's taking away from the trend in the workplace that has been towards open space and shared space and actually something that I've actually spoken out against because I don't necessarily think it's great for creativity. It's not great for deep work and deep thinking to be surrounded by people who are talking all day long. Mm. And so this retreat to the home office, even though it is for many of us rife with its own distractions of children and pets and partners and spouses and other kinds of interruptions, it at least is giving even the, you know, the folks in, in the corporate space, some of that breathing room to, you know, to turn off the camera or to step away from the action of their colleagues to think about creative solutions to problems that are showing up for them too. So I don't think it's just necessarily going to be a renaissance of the arts. I also think there's going to be a corporate renaissance as well. And ah. I think part of that is certainly going to look uh, different in terms of how we physically organize our larger organizations. And I think there, you know, there is going to definitely be a much more blended approach that is not only for, you know, public health safety, but also to, to facilitate some of that creativity, some of that deep work and that deep thinking that, that doesn't foster when there are so, when there is so much noise around us. So, so the context is right. The mm. context is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And even though I am an, an eternal optimist, I think this is going to last longer than we think it's going to last or last longer than we hope it's going to last. And so, uh, you know, I think we've got some time to be in this space and some time to really let it percolate. And I think the, uh, the other piece of this too is that we uh, on, 
you know, in all the Zoom meetings and the Microsoft team meetings and so forth, we see various cameo appearances by dogs and cats and children and neighbors, you know, whatever's happening outside the windows and so on. And that's giving us a glimpse into each other's lives in a way that we don't get in the regular corporate context. And so I think another piece of what will lead to that explosive creativity is a certain level of human understanding, humanity, compassion, and so forth. Because, I mean, I've seen and heard from CEOs from Fortune 500 companies who are giving updates to their team from their kitchen island. And that's a totally different glimpse into what it means to be a CEO mm-hmm. than, than we've ever seen before. So I think really across the spectrum, we're going to see corporate creativity and innovation as well as artistic and entrepreneurial creativity and innovation. And, uh, you know, and frankly, that's actually something to be excited about. It doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to get excited about right now, mm-hmm. but looking at that, and I'm going to, I'm going to pitch it out there at about 24 months from now before we really start to see massive uh, creativity and innovation. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. <laughs> and and I, I know people had a lot of hopes that just the sound of the year 2020 rang something optimistic, you know, in the past, but I think now 2020 has really lost its luster. So whatever we end up naming the, the twenties, uh, the explosive twenties or whatever they become after, uh, after this is all behind us is really something to look forward to. And, uh, and my crystal ball isn't giving me much more than than that. That's pretty spectacular. I love the optimism of it and the reality too. It's uh, it's that uh, Midwestern sentiment that I always love. It's grounded in reality. You've always got your your uh, um, your head screwed on straight, and and uh, you tell it like it is. But there's some optimism there too. So yeah, let's hope the the 2020s are are like the 1920s were in in that sense that. That is a time of huge expansion and growth and optimism. I, I love that. Thank you very much for that answer to just one question. And thank you, Dr. Janelle Anderson, for checking in with us. Thanks for having me on, Nick. <laughs>